Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another Bite Size podcast. And uh, this is a response podcast. And uh, I want to, you know, the other day I did a podcast on Keir Starmer, the British establishment and Jimmy Savile. And uh, I was trying to make the suggestion in that, that the British establishment has a very poor record when it comes to dealing with predators in high places, in public places. I was the gist of the podcast, right? Uh, and uh, Apparently, that annoyed uh, one of uh, someone who listens to me. I've got an email in front of me from them saying, why did you do a podcast on Keir Starmer, Jimmy Savile video before checking its authenticity? It's a complete fake. Can't you look at the lips moving? It's clearly been produced by artificial and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this individual went into a deep dive to find out that apparently this video is a deep fake. And of course, there's a lot of deep fakery around. I don't know how necessarily this is proven, but let's assume that this video is a deep fake. Let's assume that for a second, shall we? Um, he goes on, this individual, to say to me, you should be ashamed of yourself for not trying to get some corroboration. And you call that journalism? This constant naivety of yours is pathetic and routinely stops me from buying you more coffees than I have done in the past. You really need to clean up your act. You can start by apologizing to your listeners about this particular video. Well then, dear listener who wants to criticize my journalism, not pay for it though, I notice. You don't want to do that, do you? Well, listen, I'm going to do you a favor uh, because in my naivety, I'm going to address all the points you raised and more. And then we'll see where we stand, shall we? Because when it comes to what I talk about, uh, Keir Starmer. Let's talk about Keir Starmer for a moment, shall we? Just a little chat about our good pal, uh, Keir Starmer. Now, Keir Starmer, as uh, as you know, was director of the Public Prosecution Service from uh, 2008 to 2013. That's his years when he held the top job in that organisation. Now, I, is it unreasonable for me to to, to um, uh, suggest that it's he, he carries the can for his organization during those years, right? I mean, no one's going to dis or are, are you not are you arguing anything other than that? You can't. He was responsible for what happened within his organization, just in the same way as Paula Fennels is responsible for what happened in her post office organization during a, a reasonable period of overlap. I guess one person who didn't take any interest in helping the sub-post office uh, folks during that time, you know, the sub-post office ma managers who were all being uh, persecuted by the post office. Who was the guy that uh, took no interest in them in terms of, uh, you know, the uh, the prosecutions that they were suffering? Oh, yeah, that would be Sir Keir Stormer. No interest. That's talk about some other things, Sir Keir, well, it's Keir Starmer as he was back then. Back then, um, of course, but, uh, during that period, by the way, uh, a devout trilateral commission member. Mm, I wonder what that might mean. Any thoughts on that, dear reader or listeners? Uh, Starmer, uh, apparently during these years, and uh, wa visited Washington three times whilst in charge of Julian Assange's proposed extradition to Stormer. Um, he had three, he had several trips to the US, but guess what happened? The CPS deleted all records of Stormer's trips to the US. 
So we don't know, and there's no records to tell us what he was up to. So during the period when the body was overseeing Julian Assange's proposed extradition uh, to face sex alleged sexual assault allegations, Starmer was, uh, can't find out too much about what he was up to. All we know is it cost 21603 for those uh, flights to Washington. It also, interestingly, uh, it was his most frequent foreign destination whilst in post. So good old trilateral member Keir Starmer uh, was very frequently shuttling back and forth to the Washington. But sadly, all records have been wiped. Yeah, he sounds totally legit. And on the topic of Jimmy Savile, shall we turn to that one for a second as well? The fact of the matter is that the organization over which he presided had years to consider bringing um, public information and considering that in terms of... Uh, you know, of, of Savile's activities. Um, what, we don't need to be worrying about deep fake videos uh, 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 or such not. That, that's not the proof uh, whatsoever. Uh, you know, um, the, the thing is that Stormer was in position at the most senior level within that organization. Jimmy Savile was still alive. Now, I am not saying that Jimmy, uh, that uh, for one second, that Keir Starmer uh, deliberately ignored Jimmy Savile. But what I'm saying is his organization had the power and the authority to have invested Savile before he died. And it didn't. It didn't. And this is not a question of, you know, oh, but deep fake YouTube video. Forget that, pal. This is about the fact that it didn't happen. Why was that, do you think? Too busy trying to persecute Julian Assange, perhaps? Maybe? What do you think? Priorities? In it. So the fact of the matter is that people like Keir Starmer, these people, they, these are deep state, deep state operatives. These are the chosen. Starmer is chosen to be the next Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. And therefore, it's perfectly reasonable and indeed important to consider his track record when he occupied this most senior position uh, as director of public prosecutions. Isn't that reasonable? And that is based on things that happened and things that didn't happen. And quite honestly, a deep fake YouTube AI video is neither here nor there. And nor does that address my even more fundamental point, which is set Keir Starmer to one side, because it's not Keir Starmer that I'm that particularly bothered with. I just see him as a stooge. It's the entire British establishment is my point. I try to point out that when it came to the case of Savile, where were the BBC? Where were all his colleagues in the in the in the media? Where were all the where were the, all the the great investigative journalists? So you see, if you want to criticize me. Criticize me on the sweep of stuff that I do. Criticize me on the fact that uh, I raised dozens of several points at any rate with regard to the British establishment. Keir Starmer just happened to be one of them. And yes, I'm sorry if it was a deep fake video. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to, you know, spread uh, such stuff. But by the same token, the substance of what I'm saying is valid. And, you know, uh, surely that's what we must base our discussions on substance. The fact that these records, for example, of uh, Keir Stormer's visits to Washington were wiped, that's a matter of public record. 
The fact that nothing did happen regarding the uh, Crown Prosecution Service and Jimmy Savile, whilst Keir Stormer was there, that did happen. Nothing happened, right? Um, the fact that, for example, during this uh, odious uh, uh, prosecution of uh, by the post office, Keir Stormer's CPS did nothing. These are all valid questions. So I'm sorry if you don't enjoy the content that you get for free from me, by the way. But, uh, you know, uh, everyone's entitled to have their opinion. And uh, you, dear listener, are entitled to yours. But I'm making it really clear that I stand by everything I've said regarding the miserable failure when Keir Stormer was in position. Not... uh, of Stormer himself, the Crown Prosecution Service, and again, the entire British establishment. The facts remain the facts.